Hello, everyone. This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who have been through absolute caca give you advice on how to get to the other side of yours. I am honored and excited and super stoked to have a really special guest with me today. Her name is Debbie Hartner. She is an American actress. You will see her on screen all over the place, and she's also a registered nurse. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you, Nikki, for having me. It's exciting to be here. Likewise, I am excited too, as I mentioned. So Debbie, right now I'm going to give you the mic and I'm going to ask you to give us a general intro. Who are you and where are you from? I already spoke to that a little bit. Um, and also, what keeps you busy on a typical day? I am a 30-year emergency room nurse, and about 2012, I think it was, I was uh, traveling in New York as a nurse in the ER, and my recruiter sent me some information, and she said, they're looking to cast ER nurses that travel for a reality show. So I got cast in this show for season two, which season two never came about, but season one did. And it was scrubbing in on MTV. And that was the start of my career as an actress. And I started taking acting classes and I got bit by the bug and I love acting. Um, it has become my second career. I am so excited that we are gonna be having a show released um, probably within the next couple weeks called Brotherhood of Silver. And that is gonna be on cable network. And as soon as that's ready to be released, so posted on the Facebook or social media. That is super exciting. And I wanted to ask you, did, um, so by the way, we're recording this show in the midst of COVID-19 quarantine um, pandemic time. And I wanted to ask you, did, the, did, the, did COVID kind of delay anything with the release of your show? Uh, it did. And it also has pretty much shut down all filming, um, casting, and all of that for um, independent and also for series um, films and um, productions. So that has has kind of put a halt to it for right now. Yeah, it's really sad. I live I live in Los Angeles, and folks, there are tears being shed in, in LA right now. It's just yeah. it's it's so quiet. I mean, to see entire industries, not just the film and television industries, it's just see entire industries just stopped just cut off yeah yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty um devastating to a lot of people because i think depression is going to be a big issue right now because of this isolation um and that is something that we need to like reach out to our friends and and co-workers and whatnot that um you know that if they need to talk it's now's a good time yeah because it is going to be an issue Absolutely. Yeah. And it's something that I think about every day. And I also think about domestic abuse and domestic violence and child abuse and partner abuse and all that stuff. It's, it has spiked in a really big way. Yes, it has. Depression, isolation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Debbie, as you know, this podcast is by and for women, mostly I've had a few men by and for women who have been through life-shattering and traumatic situations and have gotten to the other side, would you please share with us briefly what it is that you have come through in your life and what was the worst part? Um, in 1998, I was diagnosed with adenocarcinoma of my uterus and cervix, and I had stage three cancer. 
And my doctor told me I had two years to live. And I was 27 years old with a six-year-old son. And I was single at the time, divorced. I did not want to die. I was, I was terrified that I was going to die and leave my son with my ex-husband. And I, I fought. I fought like a woman. I had a lot of uh, breakdowns. I would lay with my head on the table, the kitchen table, and I would cry and think about what would happen if something did happen to me and, and with, my, with my son and where would he go and what would happen to him. And I had this mother that was, she was my saving grace. My mother was a tower of strength. And she told me that we were going to get through this together, the treatments, the surgeries. And we did. And I am a 22-year cancer-free survivor. And my son is a 28-year-old military guy in the Navy. He's a nuclear engineer. He's married. He's strong. And he is the best thing that I ever had happened to me. And for me to be here today, when I was given two years to live, my mother is, I'm telling you, my mother was a tower of strength. Um, I can't even imagine me going through this without her. She was my backbone and she was just everything as far as empowering me to get through it and get through the treatment. What an incredible story. And thank you so much for sharing that. And one of my favorite things, phrases from what you just said, Debbie, is when you said, I fought like a woman. Yeah. Because, and I don't want to make any assumptions about what you mean by that, but, um, but as a woman, that really struck me because there's something about, there's something about feminine energy that, and there's something about mama bear energy. Mm -hmm. The fact that you had a six-year-old at the time and when you have children, there are just certain things that become non-options. It's not an option to die of cancer when you're a single mom of a six-year-old. It's just exactly right. not an option. So that, um, that really struck me a lot. Um, and also, you, you've mentioned your mother being a tower of strength. And I would offer up that for you to go through the cancer diagnosis and treatment and make it decades beyond the two years that you had to live had to have taken an incredible amount of strength and warrior energy on your part and what i'd love to ask you now is to get to that other side and then to be you know away and then to be to be away from it in time what's the best thing about being on that other side what what have you learned what have you gained i know that no matter what happens to me tomorrow that I survived that and I can survive anything. And I have been through other things past that. I've had a stroke before in 2006. Um, and I overcame that. I got full mobility back, um, ability to speak, incredible 
support from my husband, but most of all, my mom. My mom is a cancer survivor also. And that's why I said she was a tower of strength because she knew exactly what I was going through. She knew how to pray. She knew about everything that I was going through and how to get through it. And she was my navigator through the entire process. Really, really fortunate. Really, really fortunate. Um, so what I am wondering is one of the things that I've observed in my, in my epic comeback journey myself is that really brave, incredible women tend to travel in packs. And that's already true of you and your mom, definitely. Um, who, who are maybe one or two other brave warrior women who you know, perhaps who, who have inspired you on your journey, who might be great, uh, great guests on this podcast? Actually, I have two. My best friend, Deanna, um, she is a cancer survivor also. And she's had a lot of milestones that she's had to cross. And also my husband's ex-wife, um, Linnell, mm -hmm. Linnell Stevens, she is a stage four cancer survivor breast cancer and she had breast cancer back in the late 2000s mm -hmm. and it was like 2009 I think it was and everything was great and then within the last year I think it was that she was diagnosed with um, the breast cancer returning and it and metastasized into the lung mm -hmm. and she's in the Atlanta area she is a strong warrior strong woman and I can't imagine. I look at her and I think, what tower of strength to have to face cancer twice and to face it so bravely and to just keep pushing forward. You know, there's, there's no backing up. You have to keep moving forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it really, I mean, it may feel like not an option, but, but the, the truth is that there, you know, some people in some circumstances in some situations it whatever it is that they're going through it it does sometimes win and and who and, and i who knows it's really a spiritual question i think kind of kind of how it goes one way versus another um but yes absolutely strength is a really big part of it um and i'd love to ask you debbie this is really the essence of this podcast based on what you have come through personally in your life which is a lot as well as what you have seen as, uh, as an ER nurse, and you, you've seen so many people in crisis, and I'm sure you have so many stories about people getting to the other side, certainly of, of an injury or an illness. Based on your experience, what is a piece of advice that you would give to, to women and men who are going through the hard times, the crisis right now? How would you advise them to get to that other side? Find your support. Find the people that are going to support you through thick and thin. You have to have a good spiritual relationship with a higher deity, whatever that may be. And you have to have and surround yourself with people who are going to give you that strength that you need to help you to the other side because you're going to need it. That's huge. That's huge. And, and it is very difficult for people. I think especially Americans, we're, we're, we live in such an individualistic society that, that it's hard to ask for help. It really is yes. hard to ask for it. 
and yeah. it's hard to receive it. And those are two different things, right? One is, hey, I need help. And another is, uh, is when somebody is helping you to actually receive it, to say thank you, to not feel like you're obligated to give back at, at that particular time. Right. Um, really hard for people. And, uh, and I know in your work every single day, you're seeing people who are, who are forced into positions where they have to receive, uh, where they have to receive help. Otherwise, right. otherwise catastrophic things will happen. Absolutely. Yep. Finding your support. Yeah. Yes. And um, my last question, since we're all about being epic on this podcast, is if you could have any superpower that you don't already have, what would it be? The insight uh, to actually feel other people's pain and be empathetic towards that. Um, also, um, to be able to foresee um, something coming like down the pipe um, to be able, and to see if there was a way I could prevent it. Um, if that was a superpower, that's what I'd want. Oh, that's huge. So you could, you could see down the line that something is going to happen and you could stop it. Wow. Yes. That's a superpower. <laughs> that is huge. Oh, I love it. Um, this is so great. Debbie, thank you again for being my guest. Um, and I would love to ask you, how can we find you online or follow you or follow the show? Where, where's the best place for people to learn more about you? I have um, a Facebook page that I have for fans. Um, it's Debbie Hartner, H-A-R-T-N-E-R-D-E-B-B-I-E. I also have an IMBD page and I have a Instagram also, it's debh1270, and I, the show should be um, coming out, I'm not exactly sure, it's going to be on like, um, like a public broadcasting uh, station, and as soon as I know the network, I will be posting it on um, the Facebook page, but you're, feel free to friend me, and uh, and send a, uh, a request for, uh, for either Instagram or for Facebook. Wonderful. You, you bet I will, if I haven't already. <laughs> Debbie, <laughs> thank you again. And this is Nikki Bruno with Debbie Hartner on the Epic Comeback podcast. For more information about staging an epic comeback after a life-shattering experience in your life, please go to theepiccomeback.com.